Hello, welcome to the Bone Cast. It's <laughs> me, C- Cynthia Bone, <laughs> with a special guest, Friedrich von Steve. <laughs> Mr. Von Steve, please tell us what why you're on this podcast. I, I I don't know. My agent just told me to show up, and I'm here. Also, my arm is disappearing. This is beautiful. There's no bones in your <laughs> arms. Just the one. Did you did you break? <laughs> All right. Let's move on to my favorite podcast. Mm-hmm. It's called Tossed Salads and Scrambled Eggs. Has nothing to do with those. Uh, but it's about my favorite show, Frasier. Hey everyone, welcome to Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs, a Fraser podcast. I'm Dave. I'm Diana. And today we're talking about episode 617, The Dinner Party. But, but before we do that, yes, please tell the listeners that they can view this episode on Patreon. If you're a Patreon supporter, go go there yeah. and see our faces. See and face. also, you can listen to cool extra bits. Mm-hmm. Today's and- is so good. I love everything that happened with today's... It's going to be a gamble every single time. Honestly, this whole whole podcast is a gamble. A little bit. So thanks for sticking with us and listening. Mm-hmm. I know we're weird as heck. <laughs> and I'm glad that somebody out there is enjoying how weird we are. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you do enjoy that kind of weirdness from us, as uh, a perfect example of it in the uh, bonus audio that you can get on Patreon right now uh, connected with this episode. And so you can get that video, this video episode, all the previous video episodes, all the other bonus audio that we've done, song we recorded, and various other mm-hmm. things that are on the, on there right now. Uh, all for as little as a dollar a month. So if you want to help us out, then you can see all, see and hear all of that. So. And it's usually pretty good stuff, I think. <laughs> uh, uh, but anyway, let's get into the episode. Uh, so. There's like a blimp mm-hmm. or an airship. What's the difference between a blimp and an airship? I think a blimp is a kind of airship. Oh, okay. Anyway, there's a blimp. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's so rare. Like you never see a blimp. I see a blimp pretty frequently during uh, during baseball season. They always have them the hood blimp flying over Fenway. So. Yeah, as you work like right over Fenway, you work from the blimp. The thing is, like, you can see a You're blimp. You're the from blimp so- <laughs> operator, and that's why you see it all the time. Mm-hmm. I forgot, I had forgotten about that. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, we- it's weird that you said that. Honestly, I know. That, I don't like- know why. So this is our favorite episode length: twenty-two minutes and ten seconds. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh Yeah, who's that writer for this dinner party? <laughs> the writer is Jeffrey Richmond who uh, he's written a number of episodes so far. He wrote uh, Voyage of the Damned. He's written almost all the episodes related to Roz and her baby. He wrote The Kid. He wrote Life of the Party when she had the baby. He wrote Hot Ticket, which is uh, the one where they were trying to get the opera seats. I know oh. it, it just isn't related to the baby, but there was another one that Yeah, wrote, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, Roz is in all those. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, she's in a lot of episodes. Well, yes, she's in most episodes. So I feel like there's a lot more, like, focus on Roz now lately. Mm -hmm. And I actually like these episodes a lot more. Yeah, I agree. So let's talk about this episode since I'm excited to talk about it. Okay. Uh, So 
this uh, starts with the title card, and as you might recall, Jade does not like when it starts with a title card. No, 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 no. Not what I said. I like when it starts with a title card if that title card is the name of the episode, which it is in this case. I think, I think it's that's... weird that it open when it opens with a title card that's different than the title of the episode because it seems like it's sort of describing the episode. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so it starts with a title card that Dave approves of. I do approve. Yes. And then so we're at Fraser's apartment, Niles is playing the piano. Mm-hmm. And they're just reminiscing about how they'd run into Gene and Hollis Ashby. Mm-hmm. And I just read a book with the about an author named Joan Ashby is mm-hmm. very very interesting and good book. Yeah, um, it's called The Resurrection of Joan Ashby, and I cannot remember the name of this author, but it's a great <laughs> book, and I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So just immediately in my head, I'm just like, oh, okay, I have an idea of these people, even though no idea. Yeah, just because that last yeah. name, I'm like, oh, okay, yep. they're obviously like this person on this book. Right. Um, I do want to say <clears> it's interesting in this moment when, like, the very beginning of the episode. Fraser's just like, I think I'll throw a dinner party. And I, I just think that's interesting because it's sort of like, you don't normally see an episode where it, it just starts and the first thing that happens is the character just states what the episode is going to be about. It's true. And this whole episode is just about the dinner party. Yeah, yeah. In fact, and I think, yeah, and I think I really like these kinds of episodes where in the earlier seasons it was like, there's kind of a main plot and then sort of like the psychic subplot mm-hmm. happening. And those are fine. Yeah. But I do like it when the episode is just sort of all built around this like one central theme. Yeah. With other kind of weird stuff happening off mm-hmm. of that and like how it feeds off each other. Yeah. It's so it's also just like a bottle episode and you don't really see a lot of those on Frasier. So. What's a bottle episode? Oh, sorry. Uh, on... In, TV, like, a bottle episode is one where the entire thing is in, like, one central location. Nobody ever leaves. Oh, it's yeah. like, in I Dream of Genie, sometimes there'd be an entire episode set inside the bottle. There's some, there's ones where they're entirely in the bottle? Yeah, that's where this term comes from. So, like... Okay, I love I Dream of Genie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I know if I probably went rewatched it, it'd be super problematic. I know, like, <laughs> there was stuff going yeah, on yeah. in it, but... I just wanted to be a genie. I wanted <laughs> mm-hmm. to be a genie. I wanted to have a genie. Mm-hmm. I just wanted just someone, I don't know, like, I can't imagine being Gene and Hollis Ashby. I don't, I really love our friends, but I've never been like, ah, yes, we just hung out with our friends, Sarah and Andre. Let's throw a dinner party for them. They're <laughs> yeah, the guests yeah. of honor. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm going to invite them to any, like, my birthday party or right. whatever, like, event we're going to have. They're mm-hmm. invited. But I would, I I'm just not going to, like, that's... hang out with someone new and be like, we need to know them better. Let's throw a dinner party all around meeting that person. I, maybe we should do that. I think that's so flattering. I want uh-huh. someone to meet me and then just say, oh, yes, they were so interesting and entertaining. I would love to have her as a guest. <laughs> I would love to have Dave and Diana on. They can t- talk to us about <laughs> Frasier. <laughs> That's what people are looking for. I somebody asked me. I think I talked about this last time, where they're like, "Oh, talk, tell me about the things you talk about on your Fraser podcast." And I'm just like, "Oh gosh, please!" And it was like 45 <laughs> minutes later. I'm like, uh-huh. still going. I'm like, "Do not talk to me about this because this is my life." Because you now. will, you will talk about it. I yeah. will. I have things to say. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point of this podcast. Yep. So, 
Anyways, but I love, I'm delighted. Mm-hmm. I'm delighted that they're, they're delighted. Then Roz is out the door. She's all dressed up. Mm-hmm. Looking very nice. And then we find out, like, Alice apparently got sick on everything that belongs to Daphne in the entire world. Uh-huh. So she had to get her dress dry cleaned. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like, get her car detailed. Mm-hmm. And what else? Something else. Buy her new shoes. Shoes, yeah. Yeah. Like, whoa. Yeah. Well, this just reminds me, like, there was one time when I, I remember when I was young and we were going to my grandparents for some holiday. It might have been a... It might have been a birthday party or something mm-hmm. like that. And I got really sick on my way there. And I was like, I was getting sick in the car. I was getting like, I got sick just before getting in the car. I got sick in the car multiple times. I got sick at multiple times. Multiple times. I got sick at my grandparents' house. It was like, yeah, it was really, really bad. And like, I was older than Alice is in this, but mm-hmm. still like, Sometimes me and you had the same childhood because I want to say that I was always like I always had like stomach problems when I was like little. Mm -hmm. I just got sick a lot, and then it was, you know, like it was the eighties. It was like Pepto Bismol, and I was like, no, that just made me more sick. Yeah, Pepto Bismol never made me feel better. Uh, I probably just needed like electrolytes or something, but Mm -hmm. it was like my mom would be like, "Here's some saltines," and I'd be like, like like one little mm-hmm. corner yeah, I could yeah. eat it would be so terrible and then I would be totally fine mm-hmm. and eventually I just remember like around age like 12 I'd be like it's it, I haven't like gotten sick in like four years <laughs> you know mm-hmm. or something you know so I was actually not even 12 I was like 16 and I remember, so, so it was like every time mm-hmm. that I would get sick at that point I'd be like <sighs> yeah I don't want to ever be sick again my entire life pretty sure there's a whole episode of seinfeld all about that really about like a streak of not getting sick like yeah like anyway um so we're not talking about that though nope, nope. anyways i don't but we're you know poor little alice yeah but we find out yeah like uh roz has been been invited by daphne to go to the british consulate like like gala or something yeah, yeah. Which is, okay, so we just had a Donnie episode. Yeah. So, like, where's Donnie? Yeah. I kind of think, like, this was written at a time when, I don't know, like. It might have been filmed out of order. Like, it might have been aired out of order. Which is fine. And and it's totally fine that she's going to something without Donnie. And I I actually kind of like that. Yeah. Because it gets annoying when you're just like, oh, okay, it's this new couple. So they're always, 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 always going on. And it's just like. You do things separately from each other sometimes, so it's nice to see that she's going out. True, yeah. But though, you know, we have the the thing with, um, there was that one thing when, um, oh god, now I'm drawing a blank on her name, who, um, Sherry, obviously. Yeah, Sherry. seriously. I know. Where <laughs> Sherry kept disappearing, like, oh, yeah, for, like, yeah. long periods of time. Like, she was just gone for, long, uh, like, a whole bunch of the show, and then they just had an episode where they broke up. And I feel like, like mm-hmm. a couple... Having like a couple episodes where you don't see like the the like character's boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever yeah. is totally fine. Oh yeah, and I think is more like normal like everyday life. Mm-hmm. But you know, as we know, like the time that passes in the show is not is kind of weird. It's hard to tell. Like sometimes it's like months between episodes. Right. So I but I I like this. And though it's interesting, the date in this is important it plays an important role but we never find out what month it is i 
In my head, it was November, probably because it's November right now. Probably. I actually, I think I had the same thing, but I don't think they ever say what month it is. Um, so, yeah. So, Roz and Daphne are going to go get ready. They have 20 minutes yeah. to be getting ready. Yeah. So, this episode is actually happening real time. Yeah. Because it's a 22-minute episode, and at the end... And, like, end, two minutes in, they've got 20 minutes. Like, yeah, yeah, so they have 20 minutes that they need to get ready, and at the end, that's, like, confirmed again mm-hmm. that it's been 20 minutes. Yeah. So a lot is happening in this 20 minutes yeah. of real-time show. It's yeah. a, like, the next day. It's just, yeah. it's all going. And when we get to the very end scene, there's something I want to point out related to that. Okay. That that happens. So they want to have the dinner party. Mm-hmm. But I love this. They're, like, going through their books. Mm-hmm. And now it would be, like, Google Calendar or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they're going through their date books. Like, what day works for us? What mm-hmm. day works? And they like, oh, they. I love that... Niles, um, well, f- they want to have go on the 11th, right? Mm-hmm. But Frazier is a concert and he's yeah. going to bring a date. Yeah. And I just love that Niles sort of like writes like, oh, last minute call from Frazier to, to go to this concert. Yeah, like pencils that in but for I the But I love 11th. that he says from F. He does say from so F. So yeah. it's like a nod to our notes, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I love that. Mm-hmm. So they can't have it on the 11th. So mm-hmm. they have to have it on the 19th because mm-hmm. um, they're both free. Yeah. And then that's when Martin gets home. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, we're going to have a dinner party. And he's just like, that's great. Any day but the 19th. Yeah. So I think Frazier should know mm-hmm. Martin has a poker game every yeah. third Saturday. Yeah, exactly. You would just have that in. Yeah, you know when that's happening. Yeah. Like, because actually, yeah, with his as careful as his calendar is, yeah. he's definitely got to have something. He would have something in the calendar that says poker game at the apartment on the 19th right you would think but there's another problem here and i know this is going to come up like this actually becomes a plot point right later but if i'm throwing a party and the whole point of that party is that i want two particular people to be at this party i'm gonna call those people to find out when they're free before yes! making a decision on Agreed. the night. Agreed. Like, like, they're calling the caterers before yeah. they can... Yeah. yeah. This doesn't make any sense to me. Like, why would you... like? If you're just having a dinner party to have a dinner party, sure, whatever. Yeah. But if you're... The whole point is to have these people there. Yeah. If the whole point is to have these particular people, then you have to, like, go by their schedule. Right. They're telling Martin, okay, you gotta move it. You gotta and move he's like, look... Game. Look, people have canceled, like, had to move their, like, daughter's wedding around uh-huh. our poker night. The, it's This is going to be hard. They, they lead yeah. busy lives. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That's fair. Because when you have something, like, that's regularly scheduled like this, you're like, oh, every day, you know, it's it's just like, well, yeah, like, people just count on that and then do their lives around that. Yeah. So, like, moving it is can, can be really difficult. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I do. So, I think... Personally, um, I, I feel like this says a lot about uh, the sort of traditional way that, like, the traditional assumptions around family and stuff mm. in, in that always come up when Martin, when Martin's character is coming up, is is involved, is because if if I was getting married and my dad said you have to move your wedding because I have a poker game. I'd be uh-huh. like, it's a shame that you're not going to be at my wedding, Dad. But no, uh, that's not a <laughs> thing mean, that's going to happen. I mean, I think it depends how close you are to your dad. Some people yeah. probably like, I don't even care if my dad is coming to my wedding. I'm just saying, like, I'm not going to be... If you're, 
if my dad is trying to tell me I need to move my wedding no, I, maybe based she on just, a poker game? No, maybe she was just like, oh, we're looking at wedding dates. What about this date? And he's like, well, that's the third Saturday, and I usually do poker. Can you pick a different weekend? Sure, yeah. So I don't think it's like she already had the wedding planned, and she's like, move it. You can't really do that. And I also think most guess, people would just not go to the poker game. Yeah, but I'll, but he, I just get, I guess, just because he says the word postponed, which anyway. implies to me that was the schedule. Okay, all right, yeah, it's a little crazy. So um, this is when they start talking about the caterer, mm-hmm. uh, Cornell Evans, very mm-hmm. pricey. Got to get Cornell. Got to, got to, got to get him. Mm-hmm. So Frazier's like on the phone like this. Yeah. So he's trying to call. He can't actually get, or cor- he's on he's hold. Busy. He's, he's on, on hold. Well, yeah, yeah, and yeah. this is when, I love this because like Daphne and Roz are, you know, they're going out to the the ball or whatever mm-hmm. it is special event and they're going out and then niles notices like the stain on daphne's dress yeah this is a huge stain yeah i oh you see it when she walks back to her room. oh really oh, okay. it's a huge like, white okay. bleach stain oh okay. and and it's weird that rosa notice and be like that's no big deal it's not like a tiny spot it's yeah. like it's like two quarters size mm-hmm yeah i um or i don't know like two i'm trying to think of like how to describe it like a glass the bottom of a glass oh it's like yeah. a huge if it's that circle big, then absolutely yeah like that's weird that roz wouldn't think that that's a big deal because that's in a dress like this this like kind of really yeah. classy dress that like you're you would wear to something like that mm-hmm having a circle that big yeah of, like a bleached spot right on your butt right it's on not your butt. Yeah. it's not people are gonna notice that regardless yeah. not i mean the whole point Roz is making here is just like oh of course he would notice it he's always looking at your butt yeah but it, it's it's i think people would notice that yeah oh actually okay but you didn't so i didn't but that's because when they were talking about it it was at a different angle and i guess yeah, she walks she back. Away. Yeah. So I realized we were talking about the timeline and with Donnie. Mm-hmm. Roz didn't know Niles was into Daphne until the last episode. So, yeah, so she knows. Yeah, so, so it has so to be. So it's still, like, same timeline. Yeah, it has to be in the correct timeline. Or so Donnie though, has to exist. He has, yeah, I mean, I guess that because Roz didn't know. Yeah, so she wouldn't I have think... said he's always looking Yeah. if she didn't know, so... And she didn't know till then, so yeah. And then, um, so they're off basically. Oh no, I can't go out with this. Mm-hmm. You know, like we got to find something else. And like Roz is like running out to her car. She's like, I got all my dry cleaning in the car. I'm sure I have something that you can wear. Yeah, this is crazy to me. The idea what? that she might have something in her dry cleaning. Well, I guess because well, she dry clean really fancy things. Yeah, and also like I feel like a lot of people when they bring clothes to do dry cleaning, it's like. Let me get all of my dry cleaning together right. to go there. You know, you're not I'm like it's like when you have like I need this one thing dry cleaned for mm. this time. Let me grab all the things I need to get dry cleaned mm-hmm. all at once. And so that's probably what she did. She went there. She was like, I already have to bring Daphne's. Why don't I just bring the rest of my stuff? Right. So okay, so sense. there's like this new scene. We're mm-hmm. in the same place. We're still in Fraser's apartment. Mm-hmm. He's still on the phone with the caterer. Yeah, Roz is running past with a ton of like you know her her garments mm-hmm. from the dry cleaner, mm-hmm. which means literally the because of what we said before about the timeline, the same the the time that has passed is the commercial break. Yep, is the idea. Like he Fraser has been on hold. I think it takes longer to get on the elevator, go downstairs to your car, and go back up there than like two minutes. 
It depends on the elevator and the... I don't know. Like, I guess we've... I've never really timed the elevator scenes. We've seen elevator scenes where somebody gets on the elevator and rides all the way up or down. I've never timed them. I don't know how long that takes. But mm. um, but I think the idea is that that amount of time has passed. It, and Fraser's still on hold. Wait, what's this guy's name? Cornell. Cornell, yeah. Okay. My R and N look like two R's. Oh. It looks like Corel. Cornell would never use Corel. It's true. So, yeah. So, Cornell can't do this party on the 19th. Yeah. But that's okay. He can only do the 11th. He can only do the 11th. But, but you know, he's got can those do tickets. The... Got those tickets. You can't miss that concert. Yeah, I just... I like this whole thing with the concert that keeps coming back up. It's yeah. like, oh, we got that concert to go to. Yeah. And, it, and, and that and, Niall says we have that concert. Yeah. And then and then Fraser's just like, I didn't invite you. Yeah. It's just very funny. I mean, this Niles happens gives later. a very good look in this moment. Like he gives this sort of like knowing shrug, like, okay, like. Well, I mean, mm. that happens late. This isn't now. Oh. I don't oh, think yeah, it, yeah. it happens later, but I just want to bring yeah, it up. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It it's still relevant to the scene in which it happens. Mm-hmm. It is very good luck. Yeah. So. Their next suggestion for a caterer is Tyler Wilkins. And mm-hmm. they're like, so Cornell and Wilkins are like mortal enemies. Mm-hmm. So it's just really funny when they call. Mm-hmm. He can do the 19th. Yeah, he can. I like that Tyler answers his own phone. Yeah. That is the interesting thing is that like. And, and like they know both them. Because they're calling him like, oh, Tyler, blah, blah, blah. You know, like yeah. they're and, you know, they're not ta- saying like Mr. Evans. Right, right. Yeah, it is interesting. They talk very familiarly, with with a lot of familiarity. Yes, there. yes. They speak with a lot of familiarity with these two, like, clearly top-of-their-game famous caterers. Yes. So so they're on for the 19th now. They got Tyler Wilkins. Mm-hmm. Um, Having but a dinner now, for 10. I, it seemed random, the number. They were just like, dinner for 10. I feel like, it, like to them, there's a, like, there's a number that's correct for, like... A small dinner party mm. that, but you're trying to get to know a particular people because, like, yes. if it's bigger, you might not get much time with the particular people you want to meet. So, it's like, True. 10 is good True. that it doesn't feel like you're just hanging out with just four people hanging out. It's a party. Yeah. But more than that, who knows? You might not get a, get much time with them. So, they're doing this thing. I don't know. Why is it called this? Like, a black ball? Uh, I'm not sure. It's... I know I've heard of this before, but I don't know. Yeah, really I don't know, but they but they each get like three vetoes mm-hmm. to to so, say like who they don't want to come to the party. So I yeah. love that Niles is basically playing this game where mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh, why don't we invite these people?" And yeah, the and Fraser, yeah. no, 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 because he says somebody before the Duncans. He says yeah. somebody before the Duncans, and he he's like, "No, yeah," like Fraser immediately vetoes him, and then. He says the Duncans, and then yeah. Fraser's like on to him. He's like, yeah. "Wait a second, yeah. you don't even like the Duncans, yeah. and they're not just the Duncans; they're the drunken Duncans." The drunken Duncans. Well, because the reason I said that is, I felt like the first two suggestions Niles makes that Fraser vetoes are blackballs. Uh, I felt were real, like Niles actually wanted them, and then oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was only the third one because each get three that Niles was trying to trick him. Yeah, saying, oh yeah, maybe he vetoes too and then he says does the veto too. Because he brings up the black ball thing because of Niles' first suggestion, which mm-hmm. is the Birkins. He want like he wants the Birkins to come, Fraser doesn't, and he starts acting like because he doesn't, they're just not coming. 
And so that's when they come up with the black ball thing. They each get three. But I love that Fraser like has all these rules about how this yeah, works. Yeah, he's just come up with it. But then there's these like obvious rules, like oh, you can't, you got to put in, you got to do it a specific way. Yeah, you do yeah. This, blah blah blah. But I love this because he's like, oh, I see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I I love the Duncans from mm-hmm. fighting them. Oh, yeah. And then I love that Niles is just like, I hate them. We definitely cannot yeah. invite them. Right. So then he has to give up one. But then then you slyly. see see like later on when he beat when niles suggests somebody else and he immediately vetoes it because fraser has very strong opinions yeah that he grabs that dried fig or whatever Uh and put kind of pretends that he's eating it oh see i didn't notice him doing that he kind of puts it over there and i'm like wait a Uh second you know he's cheating the system (laughs) Uh and then he's just like veto and it's just like no that is not how that works yep yeah, I do like he tries like he does try to game it, uh, and and but not, of course Niles is gonna know that he did four instead of three. He's gonna catch that. Of course, especially when you use a dried fig. <laughs> it's uh, the only kind of figs there are, right? Figs are very <laughs> popular now. I've noticed. Yeah, they've definitely been coming back. Yeah, because growing up. The only figs I ever ate were in Fig Newtons. Okay, Fig Newtons delicious. Those natural, the like n- natural ones, mm-hmm. uh, like from my family shopped at like health food stores like growing up. Not like exclusively, but we definitely went there. Like it's funny. What's that stuff that's chocolate but not chocolate? Carob. Carob. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I ate a lot of carob growing up. Not because, like, I would go to the store and my mom's like, oh, you can pick some ice cream or whatever out. Uh huh. And because it's the health food store, you know, it was like soy dream covered carob thing. And I uh-huh. liked it. Mm-hmm. I liked it because I didn't really like chocolate. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like this weird, it's like sweet. It kind of mm-hmm. tastes like figs. Really? It's weird. I like weird. it. I, I never, I don't know if I've ever really eaten carob. I don't think it's things. as popular now. I've um, seen, I've definitely seen it. I just don't, I can't think of I anything I've ever eaten that had I it. I actually love it. And I, but I realize now it's like in the, like the eighties, I was doing a lot of things that are now very trendy and just mm-hmm. kind of the norm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like sushi <laughs> is very much the norm that like. All of this stuff, but I feel like I was doing this way before it was probably... I'm not trying to be, like, a mm-hmm. hipster about it. No, mm-hmm. I'm really not. No, mm-hmm. I just... It's like when you grow up eating, like, mm-hmm. tofu... Shush. You know what? <laughs> like, I grew up eating tofu, and yeah. I know people thought that was weird. Yeah. Okay, so that's the thing. Tofu, when I, when we were kids, that was a thing that was a... Uh, it was a punchline. Like, just the existence of tofu is a thing that people made Oh, yeah, like, about. if you're a vegetarian, that was just like, oh, tofu. Like, like I, I still remember there was that, there was that far side comic about the like like lions that kill the tofu lope and like, yeah and it was really interesting like five years ago or so when i was talking to my grandparents and they and i mentioned tofu and my grandfather was like oh yeah i love tofu and i'm like what do you mean you love tofu what you you're i don't understand this world where you're a person that eats tofu that's i mean it's great but like yeah you, i i love that like knowing him he just doesn't seem to me like i never would have expected it from him you know yeah we just mentioned in the last episode i come from a family of hunters and he's one of them like you know and so here like it's surprising to hear him like talking about that but it's great like that's it's great i don't even know why we brought this up oh i don't know we're talking about figs and how figs oh yeah i just feel like i ate a lot of figs Mm -hmm. a lot of fig stuff Mm -hmm. because you know health food (laughs) 
mm-hmm. it's healthy figs are healthy in my mind they're fig newtons they're a thing that you eat well i I almost never had fig newtons Mm -hmm. and i like those but i had those like natural health store food kinds i don't know like are like wheat germ (laughs) and then like the fig squish in between i don't know they were real grainy yeah aren't they a lot of uh like like energy like oat bars and things aren't there a lot of figs in that oat bars like not oat bars but like um those bars you get. You mean Lara bars? Lara bars, yeah. Those. Yeah, those are dates. Oh, it's dates, right. I always so mix up figs and dates. So dates are used a lot in, like, vegan cooking to sort of, like, they're also, like, used in, like, power bar. Yeah, kind yeah, of, yeah. Like, they make those, people call them, like, power, power balls or something, and they mm-hmm. have, like, lots of things so you can eat them really quickly, like, if you're doing, like, a marathon or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. or, like, after you work out. Yeah. Uh, I actually like Lara bars a lot. But I don't think you like. I would I'm not never, super into them, but I don't hate them. I'm I just, don't really like dates on their own. Mm-hmm. I think it's the same reason I don't really enjoy like figs. Though I do like fig spread. It's interesting. It is interesting. Anyway. Anyways, Fraser. Let's talk about some Fraser. Um. <laughs> I want to do like a fig joke, like a figure. It didn't work. It didn't yeah, work. I'm almost, sorry. I tried. You're almost there. Um, so now they're finally calling the Ashby's. Yeah. Now, after all of this, they're going to call the Ashby's. But guess what? On the 19th, they're going to Africa. They're going to Africa. They're going to Africa. So. Cue the, the Toto. One, <laughs> the one night they do have available? The 11th. The 11th. Oh, this no. Is, damn that concert. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And not to mention, but. There's a problem because not only are they free on the 11th, free in quotes. Yeah, they're not free on the 11th. They're not exactly free. They're going to hang out with the Duncans. Yeah, it is kind of weird that they're like, oh, we're free on the 11th. That'll work totally. Except for like it won't, except it won't because we're doing a thing. But guess what? They're about to just call a Duncan. So it's totally fine. They love the Duncans. They do. Uh, so now they have to cancel the... Okay, this scene where they're canceling the caterer is, like, my favorite. It is. Because it, they're both... Fraser yeah. and Isles are both on their cell phones, mm-hmm. just, like, pacing up and down, yeah. talking to the enemies. Yeah. You know, they're talking Did to... Did we mention that they're enemies? Yeah. The caterers, I, I, like, hate each other? Yeah, yeah. I kind of said it. Uh, okay. So Cornell, Evans, and Tyler Wilkins, like, yeah, they hate each other. They mm-hmm. do not get along. Yeah. But they're just... When Niles is talking to Tyler, I believe, yeah, because and he's just like, oh no, of course we're not going with somebody else. Never, we're just, we're definitely just, not. We're Tyler. just canceling the party. We just our plans change. Yeah. You know, it's just sorry. And but then they run into each other. Yeah, Fraser and Niles like p- pacing around, crashing into each other. Yeah, and I love that Fraser's just like, oh, this one smells of my cologne, and then they immediately realize they messed up. Yeah, because they immediately they both immediately say like. Sorry, Tyler, or sorry, Cornell. Like, here's the thing: if you're, if you, like, if it's super important that you're sure which person you're talking to, say something like, "Oh, hey, are you still there?" So you hear their voice and mm-hmm. know who you're talking to. But no, they're both. Um, they both immediately yeah, identify immediately, the person they were talking to. But guess what? To. It's fine. You know why? Because they don't need them. They they have Kiki Price. It's fine. Yeah, the yeah. charges are dropped. <laughs> I want to know what happened. Yeah, yeah. So another book that I just read mm-hmm. for book club mm-hmm. where uh, this person was uh, kind of the kind of uh, like the baker for this famous like a club. Yeah. Like some famous club uh, like sort of not like a secret club. What what kind of like a high like 
like high society kind mm, of club okay, where yeah. people will go. Mm-hmm. And she, it's someone, she's bringing in a cake mm-hmm. or something for someone's birthday or like maybe it's the club's like anniversary or something and she drops it and uh-huh. it has candles and, and the place catches on fire. Anyway, she doesn't <laughs> go back to work. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm imagining that Kiki Price maybe did. She like <laughs> blew up some place mm-hmm. and they're like, mm, it's all right, don't worry about it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't think yeah, it's something super it sinister. It can't be. Then can't the charges it? wouldn't be dropped, right? Unless there isn't enough evidence. Sometimes you drop oh, charges because you true. can't. That's true. Because the DA knows they can't convict. That's true. No. So we never see them call Kiki Price. They sort of just no. pen it down. Like yeah. I bet she's she'll available. Of course she'll be free. Yeah, she's Kiki Price. Of course she's. So... Free. She's not Tyler or Duncan. Not Duncan. Cornell. Duncan's a different person. The, they're about to call the Duncans They're going right to call the Duncans. They're going to yeah. call the Duncans. Mm-hmm. Or did they already... No, no, no. They're going to now. They're call and... now. And they... They're, they're already like, drunk. Well, they're at happy hour. But I love that, well, like, they're like, oh, maybe we'll catch them before happy hour. And I love that Niles, like, looks at his watch and is like, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying she's clearly... She's got to be already drunk because when Frazier immediately knows that he's too late. Like, just talking to her. Wow, for how much was she drinking? Enough that she apparently can't remember if you're, the number 11. Okay, from what I learned is if you're an alcoholic, you have a very high tolerance to alcohol. So I think it would take you a certain amount to get drunk at some point. Yeah, I'm assuming in this scenario that they, they didn't actually wait. That, like, they've right. been drinking for a while. All right. So their whole stipulation is we don't even know if they're alcoholics. Yeah, that we, we just, just know, know they, they like they enjoy drinking mm-hmm. is what is being implied. Yeah, they enjoy being drunk mm-hmm. and and they always are drunk, which is strange that they just uh, you know have Joaquim now. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they want Joaquim to come over, you know, which is ambiguous. Yeah, in my head, so Niles mm-hmm. believes they were just what in Argentina. Well, they were just in Argentina. Yeah. So, so um, and they, this is obviously the like the leader of the orchestra there the like mm-hmm. argentinian yeah, the, the buenos aires philharmonic yes yeah um is is that in um God, what was that movie we watched the hidden face is all about a guy who goes somewhere in south america to lead no the, he lives there no he's moved there to lead this orchestra he and his girlfriend move there together to lead this orchestra oh. isn't it argentina isn't i think it is the buenos aires philharmonic i think it is yeah um which apparently is a pretty prestigious job at least it was portrayed that way in this movie uh, oh yeah yeah so, totally i i mean i'm assuming being the like leader of any like philharmonic philharmonic that sounds like someone's name philharmonic probably is uh at least it's a character name in something like sure. it's probably somebody named philharmonic but anyways, I would assume that was prestigious wherever you are. Oh, yeah, like sure. it's like being yeah. the best of the best. Mm-hmm. No, that's fair. It's like yeah. how you're president of this podcast. <laughs> you guys heard her say it. It's officially true. She mm-hmm. said it. It's canon. Okay, what am I? Am I the VP? Very important. Sure. That's a VIP. Oh. Very important. Yeah, we don't need the I part. <laughs> Maybe uh, I'm very VIP. poisonous. <laughs> VIP actually stands for very ill portents. <laughs> I don't know what that means. An ill portent is like an omen of some of bad things to come. 
Oh, well, I did say it was very poisonous. <laughs> you did also say that. Okay, well. <laughs> confirmed what I am. <laughs> um, I much like this position. I'd much rather be that. <laughs> you'd the rather... bad omen of the podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so the thing is, like, so they're going to bring Joaquin uh, to this party. I haven't confirmed who Joaquin is, but Niles just assumes. So now... They're excited about it, too. Yeah, they're, they're pumped, yeah. Um, but, but you can't have nine people. they got to drop two couples because they got to bring the Duncans instead of... Well, they can't have 11 people, you mean. Well, they can't have nine or 11 because they dropped two couples. Mm-hmm. But now they've got to get an additional person to make up for Joaquin not being there. Yeah, but of Joaquin course... Being there. So, well, they need, uh, you know, a single, a single person. Mm-hmm. But an I love that Niles woman. decides to ask Roz, like, hey, do you know anyone that's single and interesting that can come to this party? Yeah. Um, yeah. Just ask Roz. Yeah, this is weird because I think, uh, and I mean, I think this is sort of a, uh, um, a symptom of having so many different writers on different episodes is we just had two episodes in a row where Niles and Roz were actually being actively nice to each other Mm -hmm. and then in this they're like niles does this says this thing which is pretty mean and then i think it's just not thinking about it because they just i mean like fraser is just like this isn't your crowd you're not gonna like this so i actually think they started by offering if they were like hey roz does don't want roz to be there you shouldn't offer to invite someone you don't want to invite that's what i'm saying this that's why i'm saying this is kind of mean this is done I just think the way it's done is me. I don't know. I guess so. Um, anyway. Okay, so this is when we find out that Martin has rescheduled his poker game mm-hmm. to the 11th. Yeah. But that's not going to work. No. Because now their party is going to happen on the 11th. I guess they just don't care about that concert. Nope. Nope. They've given it up. They've basically just given it up. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like. Oh, yeah, because they were calling back now that they had to have them on the 11th because of the Ashby's. Right. And then they called to get the cater and this yeah, whole that's thing. Why that's that why happened. they called the cater. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. But I love that Martin basically, they're like, oh, it's fine. We'll just have both thing, both parties at the same time. Yeah. No big deal. The apartment's big mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. And yeah. I love that Martin's just like, I know what you're trying to do. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. And he's just like, well, we'll have to dim the lights. <laughs> for, when, it, for when uh, one of the people is going to show her slides from when she danced Agamemnon at Jacob's Pillow. What is that? I looked it up. Actually, I Does did it think seem it amazing. Up. Well, so there's a it's a dance studio in the Berkshires, who and and once a year they do like the Jacob's Pillow like festival, uh-huh. where that like celebrates different types of dance and dancers and all these things. So it's this like very prestigious thing. So it's just Martin wouldn't enjoy it. Yeah, watching slides of somebody dancing uh, at a. Like, now it would just thing. be on YouTube. It, yep. Mm-hmm. You just like, check it out. Could you imagine like being friends with somebody who, whenever they come to your party, they're like, I'm going to need you to turn the lights down. I need to show the slides at your party from when I danced at uh, I think that's true narcissism. Yeah. I'm sorry. That person is never... like We're not having that party. Uh, if if they have to be there, that's that. No, that's when the party is just like you just, just become. Be. You just. This I'm, is the thing when you have friends that are such high society that you feel like you can never tell them mm-hmm. that they're being annoying. Yeah, it's 
kind of nice not being that high society. Like, no, we don't have to deal with that. <laughs> like, I just wouldn't have that party. I guess. Just, I just. You're have the to... president <laughs> of this podcast. Uh huh. You're very high society right here in this very room. Uh huh. And I have everyone at this party that I want to have here. Aww. Where's Gigi? <laughs> you mean Gigi? I don't mean Gigi. I mean you. It means a kitty, not <clears throat> me. It's not true. Um, I'm the bad omen. <laughs> I'm like that movie Damien. Mm-hmm. Or I think it is called the Omen. It's called the, the omen. omen. Yeah. You're Damien's the character in the Omen. Right. Yeah. I'm the Damien of the podcast, mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, I like Martin tries to hold out. Like he's gonna be it's fine. It's he like he's gonna be fine with a harpist and the buffet table. I and, like that the harpist is gonna play some Dean Martin or something. Yeah, Bobby Darren. Oh, okay. Bobby Darren, yeah. But, like, he just can't. Finally, he's like, fine. Like, even though one of the people already rescheduled a uh, surgery. Yeah, like, yeah, this... yeah. He's got to reschedule his polyp surgery. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. It's so awful. Yeah, it really so, is. So, Frazier needs to, like, go and apologize to Roz. Yeah. So, he goes to do that, and they're still looking for all the dresses. Mm-hmm. And there's really nothing yeah. For Daphne to wear. Yeah. That's appropriate. Yeah. Especially, like, yeah, because things don't fit. Things aren't classy enough, whatever. Yeah. None of it works for her. Okay. I love this. I love okay. everything that's about to happen. All right. Okay. So when they go, what? No, no, no. I'm waiting to see what Okay. So they, so Roz is sort of like not really taking the apology. Yeah. At yeah. At this point. Right. Um, so they go back out. They have a message on the answering machine. It's the Walperts. The mm-hmm. Walperts. Yeah. She's like, oh, yeah, we can totally make it on the 11th. No big deal. <laughs> yeah. And then I love that you you get to hear this, like, extra conversation. You're yeah, because the hear. phone didn't hang up, right? And it's just like, oh, yeah, which which Dr. Crane is it? And it's just like, well, you know, why does it matter if you get the one? You know, you get that other one. Uh-huh. And, that other and, one. And then they they say, you know, like... They're just always together. That arrangement is what. What's the precise words? They're basically saying like that arrangement is dot yeah. dot dot because the, they she, notice that the phone's off the hook. Yeah, the 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 price one, uh, precise wording is like after the you get the one, you get the other one. She just says like personally, I think the whole thing is a little. What? What is it? A little. That's what? when I realize it's off the hook. So here's and the like new scene, mm-hmm. and Fraser is just like you know what? We're always together. We're just that couple mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and then they're just having the argument over like you know what what was the what yeah what was like what is the thing like, what's the arrangement it's a little odd is what fraser fraser assumes thinks. yeah Fra- but i love but niles is just like look no we should just call allison mm-hmm. you know we can each get on the extension and uh-huh. just lis- listen in and s- see what you find yeah. so strange about us uh-huh. but i love that frazier just like goes off the handle and he's just like why don't we just you know better yet let's just get a bicycle built for two and yeah. just go over there and ask right um which that just cracked I wish, me up i wish that happened like god i <laughs> it's a good image is all i I'm actually yeah. just mentioned uh to my mom i was like let's get a tandem bike and bike around uh-huh and then i was like well i think we also fit the stereotype my mom and i being uh-huh. the odd couple uh-huh 
Yeah, I think you and your mom hanging out all the time, people, that would be kind of odd. Like, there would definitely, there'd definitely be we some shenanigans. That. There'd be we, some shenanigans. There are always shenanigans. My mom and I are like, I, like, we're like Lucy and Ethel. There's shenanigans happening. It's also kind of funny that, like, Niles tries to defend spending all this time with Frasier by mm. saying that, like, you know, the Walperts also spend all this time together. Oh, but yeah, like, and he's just like... They're married. Yeah. Um, because, but you know what? Not all married people spend all their time together. There are plenty right. of people that do not do that. Right, that's actually what I was going to say, because, like, you and I have talked about the fact that, like... Yeah. Among, uh, like, people... So there's people we know who have said, like, it. they're sort of surprised at how much time we spend together, because, like, they... Like, married couples that, like, they don't spend that much time together. And, like, it's and, nice to have all these things you could do Yeah, I, I think it's just, like, we're we're just like best friends yeah so and we we were friends before we started dating not like for I mean, like a yeah. long time not like oh yeah we were like friends for like 10 years and like yeah, got yeah. together but we just hung out mm -hmm. we made a pact with each other that if we got to a certain age and we weren't married to anyone yet yeah, we'd yeah. get married i'm and waiting i'm so it worked like, i mean i guess oh i was gonna say it was when we turned 55 <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um that's when we're getting divorced. <laughs> we need a pact and we couldn't find someone better. That's what... We need a pact that if we get to 55 and we're still married. Oh, God, we're ending <laughs> this thing. Please. No. Like... <laughs> no, our ghosts not. are going to hang out together. At 55? Wait, why are you assuming we're ghosts when we're 55? I don't know. Beetlejuice oh, no. Bridge. <laughs> okay, so... I'm just saying... I really end the bad omen on this. Uh -huh. I didn't mean that mm -hmm. at all. I didn't mean that. Not at 55, like at later time. Uh -huh. and much, 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 much later. Mm -hmm. So many years from now, we'll still be doing this podcast. <laughs> We're going to take a long hiatus. Apparently. Very but... long. Also, uh, Frasier, first of all, Frasier assumes they meant odd, and he also assumes that that other one was Niles. Like, yes. Like, Frasier's the one that's normal, and Niles is the one that, uh, Niles is What do you think? Other one. Okay, I want to know. We should have asked this as a poll, but maybe we can still do that. Yeah, I mean, I am so curious what other people think. Hmm, I definitely tough. think Niles is the other one. So I feel like it depends on the personality of the Walperts, honestly. Because but Niles is the one that said that he called. He did so... call, yeah. Uh, so I guess here's the reason why I think it depends, is that Niles is kind of odd in his like mm -hmm. uh, niles has plenty of odd uh idiosyncrasies but he's less likely to fly off the handle at a party or do something that's actually offensive or that mm -hmm. people get upset by mm -hmm. so fraser's totally this i can see fraser being the sort of person where like if he if you invite niles to something fraser ends up there and you're just sort of like oh god hopefully this isn't one of those parties yep um yeah. is all, like then again it might just be like Fraser is the relatively normal celebrity and Niles is there too. Yep. But either way it, it could be. I don't I honestly don't know cuz I don't know the Walpers enough. <laughs> I like that reasoning. Absolutely. Okay, so we get this call mm -hmm. from Nina. Yep. Um who's Nina, Nina Duncan. Duncan. Yep. And I love that she gets confused during the call which is like no, no, you called me. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. Fraser answers. She's that drunk. Yes. Yeah. So we find out that Joaquin has a strict diet. Mm -hmm. 
This is in my head. I think he's. I start thinking Joaquin is like some kind of exotic pet. Yeah, I totally thought Joaquin was just like a dog. Or yeah. Something. Well, I guess the first thing they list is rice and beans. And, and then like, I was like, mm. yeah, I guess you don't normally feed that to a pet. Uh, you, I mean, you can. There's plenty a of jerk food beef, that, though. A jerk beef. Yeah. It's it's kind of weird that they refer to it as jerked beef and not beef jerky. I don't think they mean beef jerky. I'm pretty sure. Don't they, they mean that shredded beef stuff? No. It's like jerk chicken. No, that's. It's not jerked chicken, that's jerk chicken, and that's because it has Jamaican jerk sauce. Okay, jerk sauce sounds like an insult. It does, but it's delicious. <laughs> like like a four-year-old would say that. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, if you don't know what it is, then yeah, Yeah, it does, yeah, but, but no, I think a, that's, what, that's what I thought in my head. I don't think they mean beef jerky. I think they do because they say it's no. jerked. Not that it's jerk. If They say, because it wouldn't make sense that, like, like... No, like, I think they mean... Okay, well, we well, can just disagree. Let's I don't, see what, what, uh, I'm curious what you think. You I can don't let know, us know. Wait, did you Google what jerked beef was? No, I just assumed it was beef jerky. I don't think it's beef jerky. You would say beef jerky. All right, well. Jerked and jerky are not the same. We're going to look it up. Someone's jerky. It's not me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. Uh, quick research. And uh, yeah, it's jerky. That's definitely what they're referring to. You can only eat beef jerky. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Apparently, this foster child from Argentina that they've adopted, that these people who are so drunk that this woman can't remember the number 11 and doesn't realize who she's called, they've adopted a child that can only eat rice, beans, and jerky. Yeah. I want to say that I pretty much only eat rice and beans. And beef jerky. I mean, (laughs) if I ate meat. Probably. I'm into nitrates. <laughs> but I'm the opposite of Niles. Uh, um, Callback. Oh, oh yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot that, that was bacon like... with mm-hmm. the nitrates. Oh in yeah. It. Yep. And and I like that when Fraser explains that that's who Joaquin is. Niles is just still wants to make sure that he's still not the conductor of the Buenos Aires Philharmonic. Uh, like, yeah, no. He's like, like are you sure? Interest. And then I just love Fraser's response is like, you are so the other one. Yeah, yeah. So they're trying to figure out... What can they do with Joaquin now? Yeah. Got, well, guess what? They're just going to invite Roz now. Yeah. I mean, she's a mom. She definitely wants to go to a dinner party and take care of a random nine-year-old. Okay, I think this is really awful what they do because they're like, hey... Yeah. Roz, you know, i so sorry. Um, there's a much younger man mm-hmm. they, that would love to be entertained by you at our party. Yeah. Not by the people that have adopted him. Like, yeah, no, Roz is going to be stuck. Like, he doesn't even speak English. Like, they're, like, I don't know that Roz speaks conversational Spanish. Like, I'm not, like, we don't know Roz can even talk to him. Like, he doesn't speak you English. You don't have, okay, once I, so when I was in Japanese class in mm-hmm. high school, my Japanese teacher would have this holiday party and she taught at different schools and so it'd be all these people, like her students, but other people that were just like did not speak English very well. Mm-hmm. And I just remember they were like, here, Diana, here's the principals white uh, so there was a school where they taught primarily they taught in japanese Mm -hmm. because i guess like in dallas there's a huge a lot of people move from japan to like work at businesses in Mm -hmm. dallas Mm -hmm. so she didn't really speak 
English very well. So I'm trying to have a conversation with somebody mm-hmm. in in Japanese. Mm-hmm. And my Japanese isn't great. Like, I'm in the class, but I can write it and read it much better than having a conversation with somebody. I'm trying to tell her about my job. Uh-huh. And just like, oh, yeah. And these are the days I work. Because you know days of the week. And it's just like... <laughs> And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. This is so boring for you. <laughs> and I do not know why my, Jap- my Japanese teacher is just like, here, sit down and talk to this person. Uh-huh. And it's like, why are you torturing me? <laughs> it was so, one, I am incredibly, I don't, I don't, maybe I want to say incredibly, but I'm pretty introverted. Mm-hmm. So like having to talk to people at a party is very hard for me. Yeah. Yeah, it's still one-on-one, but it's one-on-one in a language I'm not comfortable in, right. uh, conversationally. Right. And it, it was just like, I like umbrellas. It's hot in here, right? Uh-huh. You're just kind of going through your repertoire. Stand up, sit down. <laughs> days of the week. Let's mm-hmm. count some long things. <laughs> Which, if you don't know the, how Japanese counting works, that just seems like you just know words for long things. No, <laughs> it just there's a different way of counting things that are long. I do not know why. Why? Yeah, I don't know. Too, too complicated. I'm sure if you just counted it one way, it's not like Japanese people aren't, aren't gonna understand like yeah, what yeah. you're saying. They yeah. know like the numbers, numbers don't make any sense. I don't understand. What yeah, are you saying? I just think that's really interesting. But of course, you don't. If you grow up knowing that language, that's not strange at all. Right. I mean, English is so weird. English is very weird. So it's even weirder. Mm-hmm. I just love that. Mm-hmm. It's like when people are like, oh, is there like a particular, you know, word for like, oh, it feels like fall outside, but it's actually 85 degrees and I feel really sad today. It's just like, <laughs> that's got to be a word for that in German mm-hmm. or something or some other, like there are other languages that have expressed feelings much better than ours. Right. But there are so many words for feelings that people never use. Yeah. And it's like, why? Because it's complicated and because it can make you sound, like, pretentious. Like using the word pretentious. <laughs> right. I don't even know another word for pretentious. Um, me neither, because that's the word. Yeah, I don't know what Rod's going to do in this situation, so it's going to be interesting. Yeah. So, uh, so I, I, this is a really good moment, I think. Oh, with Martin. Martin's going past, mm-hmm. and then Fraser's just like, hey... Hey, Dad, are, are we odd? Yeah, but he's saying it immediately after saying, who cares if they think we're strange? We, we're, we're mm-hmm. I, like, I don't care what anybody thinks. We enjoy our, each other's company. It's fun. Whatever. Who cares if we're odd? And then immediately Fraser's like, yeah, but also, Dad, are we odd? <laughs> <laughs> um, which I think is just a good response. Like, mm. um, And yeah, he just thinks they're special. Mm-hmm. Like, like their mom always said special yep uh that's not a good word that's never a good word to use it doesn't it doesn't like it feels like there's so much hidden behind the word special every time somebody says it and and, but like like their thoughts are like you know the gershwins and the wright brothers those are brothers that spent a bunch of time together and they're great then there's also the collier brothers yeah that we learn about from martin in the kitchen yeah who is I yeah. mean, I'd heard of them before. I is this a real? It, oh, yeah. This is absolutely real. The so there are two brothers. brothers that lived together in New York. And then yeah. they collected a bunch. They sound like hoarders. They like, were hoarders. They collected yeah. newspapers. And they basically have this maze in their apartment. Yeah. And then one of them died. And the other one just 
sat, stay, sat there with the dead body for a long he time. he didn't know what to do? Well, I think it's more like he, like, they, you know, they're, they were recluses, you know, mm. and so um, I think the idea of, one, accepting that his brother, who was basically his only companion for years, was gone, and also needing to reach out to the outside world to deal with that, and the fact yeah, that, like, and all Yeah, it would be really other, stressful. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they actually had, like, Maybe I think it was something else, but I was pretty sure that they actually had, like, booby traps and things set up in case somebody tried to go through this maze of newspapers. And I think that might have been what killed him. Is like, it might have put... Because the newspapers came down on him and, like, crushed him. Oh, no! Yeah. I mean, that's really sad. Yeah. Like, that's what happened to him, is he ended up dying because of these I newspapers. Know, I know it's, like, really hard for, like, if you're somebody that doesn't have any, like, mental illness. Because I, I would believe that that there's some mental illness it, it, yeah. even if it's just like extreme social anxiety yeah i mean i think it's like agoraphobia along with like yeah, yeah i think if you're shutting yourself in you don't really go out mm -hmm. there's there is something that is not firing correctly and and, right. and and that's fine but i think it's very hard for people to like understand mm -hmm. like i mean it's not fine for them because it would probably be better if they could like go out right and enjoy things in a different way, even if they loved being at home. Right. But it's very sad that that happens. Yeah. No, I agree. And it is, I mean, it is odd. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely But I outside. feel like us as a society make fun of things we don't understand a lot. Yeah. Uh, one being something like mental illness or like people that do things outside of the box of the, the normal steps of life. Mm-hmm. You know, like, if you never get married. Right. You never get married or you're not interested in dating or, you know, you, you don't want to have kids. Mm -hmm. Though I feel like less people are having kids now. Like, that's more... And, and if you want kids, that's fine. Right, right. But it's not always, like, the default. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like, I think... Or that's what it seems like to me. But I live, like, in the middle of a city that is very not norm like the norm yeah no it's definitely um i feel like we're at the hub of the sort of places but i feel like it you know like in la and like i'm guessing like san francisco and like chicago you're gonna meet people that are just like yep that's not i'm not interested in that kind of life right and i think that's true for like any really big city mm -hmm. like not everyone's just like yep you know turn 18 move out maybe go to college maybe not right uh you know get married have two kids have mm -hmm. a career like not everyone does that right because that is not how life works but mm -hmm. i think that was expected right Absolutely. so i think you know now i'm not condoning this i'm just saying like oh Mm -hmm. I don't know. It just makes me sad. Um, yeah. So th now they're like really freaked out because yeah. now they think maybe they really are that odd and that they should spend some more time apart. Mm -hmm. and, uh, this is and then as they're kind of discussing this, Daphne and Roz are finally ready. Yeah. And Daphne's wearing Roz's dress and Roz is wearing the sort of I don't know. The thing, like, they, they're calling it kind of gross about. Like, like, I mean, they're calling it a hooker dress. Yeah, yeah. Because it's short, I guess. Yeah, it's short and it's sparkly and it's low cut, basically. Yeah. And I don't know. I like this dress. I think it's pretty. But I, I mean, get, it like, might not be appropriate for this event. Yeah, I get that. But I don't like the way they talk about it. Yeah, I, I don't guess. like that either. Yeah. 
Especially because, like, Daphne is almost the one that wears it, and then Niles is like, you're not actually going to go out in that, right? It's like, don't don't judge people based on what they're going to wear. Like, let people wear the, what they want to wear. Like, yeah, but I like, think there's a lot of internal monologue. I mean, patriarchy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly what I'm talking about. Yep. So, yep. Who yep. says? Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, for Niles, that's like his whole life is that living within these like confines of these roles mm-hmm. are extremely important to him because yep. it matters to him how people see him. True. Yeah. It's it just I hate when he projects it on others. Yeah. I guess. Um, so, also, there's a very good line in here. Okay. That I really like because when Fraser's kind of getting really worried about being more like the Collier brothers. Uh, mm-hmm. And then Niles tells him, like, to stop worrying about it. And he's like, let's go work on a seating chart. And Fraser says, you always know how to cheer me up. Like, I love that that's... Yeah, it's really like, cute. Him knowing, like, that's the way to do it. But yeah. I love that they basically... the They get this phone call. And, like, Fraser sounds so sad on the phone. Mm-hmm. And it's the Ashby's. Yeah. And they can't make it. There's a family mm-hmm. emergency. And I'm thinking, like, what? Yeah. that's th- This party's, like, three weeks from now. Yeah. It's not now. Yeah. So there's a family emergency. And it's just, like, they didn't even have the decency to come up with a good excuse. Like, who the mm-hmm. heck? Why did they decide to cancel now? Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, the thing is, like, if they... They've got three weeks to come up with an excuse. Or I guess, it, no, they've got two weeks because it's on the 11th. So... Why do we know... How do we know what... Because we know it's at least 11 days because when they're trying to figure out days when they could do the party, mm-hmm. they're going through the calendar. They say the first, the second, the third, which oh. means it's next month. Okay. So, which means there's at least 10 or 11 days for the mm-hmm. Ashby's to come up with a reason that something came up. But I love that Niles's reaction to this is just to blackball himself from uh-huh. the party like yeah. i can't go and he's just and, and fraser's just like no you can't do that yeah. that is against the rules yes yeah. where are these rules again yeah. we don't know where these rules came yeah, from yeah exactly so then they decide you know like whatever let's just cancel the party yeah and i like that niles is just like it's pretty strange to cancel a party 20 minutes after you like make it and mm-hmm. so we know that this is took 20 minutes yeah, yeah. all of this calling the caterers canceling the caterers mm-hmm. calling all these people the, these people calling is all happening within this 20 minutes the yeah. dresses the thing happening mm-hmm. it's all happening really quickly yeah um so they decide to just like go out to dinner together yeah. they'll cancel tomorrow yeah the thing is that also does look better like i get it like if like if i invited a bunch of people to do a thing and then decided 20 minutes later not to do it i'd probably wait till the next day that's me that's you that's me yeah i that's why i don't invite people to do anything because 20 (laughs) minutes later i'll realize i'll talk myself into how it's a mistake Uh uh-huh well yeah like i feel like that's a common thing where people like there's a lot of people that totally like the idea of going out and like spending time with their friends but hate the idea of planning to go out like hate having those plans because then it's just like you're just stressed until it happens Yep. And, like, so if somebody were to call today and be like, hey, let's go do a thing, you'd be like, all right, cool. But if they're like, hey, two weeks from now, we're going to do a thing, that's the worst. It's like, no, I don't want I don't even think you think that. I don't. But, like, I know plenty of people that do, and I know that's probably yours. I I feel like it's really stressful to just, like, wait, even if it's something I'm super excited about. Yeah. It's just, like, giving me anxiety, because I'm just, like, talking to myself, like, oh, okay, this is how this is going to go wrong. Mm -hmm. And I I already have a plan, like, a mental plan of how the night's going to go. So, and that's the problem. Like, you should not do that. Right. 
I, I, I just cannot help it to do this. And I'm like, okay, this is going to go this way and this and this and like blah, blah, blah. Of course, nothing ever goes that way. And, and, right. and it's fine, but it's like really, I don't know, like it can. So if it really doesn't go that way, it's very hard to be like composed. Mm-hmm. Because you're just like, oh, man, everything's a disaster. And it's just like only a disaster to you. Everyone else is like normal and having a grand old time. And you're just like, this is terrible. Uh No one likes my cheesecake. Uh I didn't even have cheesecake. That's a real problem. Uh I didn't even I didn't commit. I didn't commit to making the cheesecake. Mm -hmm. I really disappointed myself. That's where that disaster goes. Can you make a mug cheesecake? (laughs) Uh, Maybe. I don't know. I don't think so. I haven't. I, haven't I bet you can do like itself. a no bake cheesecake that you just like put in the fridge. Oh yeah, you absolutely can do that. I've had. You, you a, don't norm, Do you normally bake actually, it? Maybe not. I don't even remember. It's been so long since I made. A I don't cheesecake. know either. I know my my friends in high school once made me a, che- a no bake cheesecake for my birthday. Wow, you have good friends. I do have good you friends. You should invite them over, and we should have a dinner party in their honor. <laughs> Like, thanks for making Dave that cheesecake in high school. Uh-huh. Yep. So, it's interesting. So, like, I didn't have that particular birthday. I had no plans for it. But I had... There, so, my friends did two things for me that were super nice. One was making that cheesecake, which was just really nice because it meant somebody was thinking about mm-hmm. my birthday. Yeah. The other was, I used to, once a week, wear a suit into class just because I wanted to. Oh, uh-huh. uh-huh. I didn't own black dress shoes at the time. One of my friends went into my room, found my shoe size, and bought me black dress shoes in my shoe Aww. size so that I would have shoes that I could wear with my suit. That's so nice. Yeah, it was really nice. Um, oh, that's really sweet. Yep. Yep. So. Okay. So they're going out to dinner, and mm-hmm. they're basically, we don't care what people think, even yeah. if it's weird. Yeah, as long as we don't, like, the, if, the, if it starts to get, it's not weird. It's what we do. It's fine. It's not yeah. weird. And then we'll they see hear, if it's weird. We'll know. They're like almost at the door and then they hear a knock, right? <laughs> doorbell. doorbell. Oh, the yeah. doorbell, yeah. yeah. And then they open it and there's no one there. And yeah. it's just like, well, it's the neighborhood children to come, <laughs> come stare at you. Yeah. Because so, that's what they were saying is like, that's what you do to the weirdos, basically. Yeah. So. And so they're like, okay, let's not go to dinner. Yep. Yep. They just like part ways. Mm-hmm. But I, so I love this end scene because it just cuts right after that. Yeah. He closes the door. It's just like a continuation of that. Yeah. This and is like, actually what I was going to talk about, which is because we were talking about how the whole episode is just like straight through the, the exact timeline. And I didn't even think about the fact that that was what was happening. I just remember noticing that like you it fades to black with him closing the door. And when it goes to the end scene, it's just him stepping away from the door. And you never mm. see these end scenes happen that way, where it's literally the exact moment that the previous scene ended. Mm. But that's what it is. It's, yeah, I love this. He goes and he gets the newspapers mm-hmm. that he's like, and then puts them out to like, I, yeah. I don't know, the collect. Yeah, I don't recycling know. Recycling there. He just wants it out of the house. Yeah, because he's got all these bundles of newspapers. Yep. So I mean, it becomes important in that one case. Don't they, they have to, yeah. like, yeah, there cut was... a newspaper article out for some reason? Yeah, well, okay, it's, you gotta explain a whole bunch of stuff here. Yeah, there's that, um, it was a forensics files, right, I think, that, like... Is that what that is? No, I thought there was a Frasier where they go cut the newspaper out, that's what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, that, oh, yeah, there was what that. What forensic files? We just watched a forensic files where somebody was able to solve a case because, it was that pawn, it was a person that oh, owned a pawn store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, no, no, yeah. that's not what I was talking about. Okay, okay, sorry. Yeah, no, you're right. So there was the one from, like, where there was a, a thing from, like, yesterday, and they were trying to find the review of that play. Oh, yeah. It's funny because that 
was written by the same person, wasn't it? It was, actually, yeah. So, the hot that, ticket. Yeah. so that's actually very interesting. Yeah. Which, yeah, they were... Yeah, because it was important that Frazier still had the previous newspaper. Because they, they had to read the review because they couldn't get in the plane because they right. couldn't get tickets. So right. they had to, like, meet those people during the thing so they had to read about the place so they had something to talk about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I guess... I, I guess both just assume that he keeps the news. I, I assumed he had the previous day's newspaper, not that he had bundles and bundles of newspapers that he apparently just has under his sink. I used to keep newspaper stuff all the time. Like, I cut out, like, hockey things. And... Well, that's one thing, cutting out certain things you find interesting. It's another thing, just keeping multiple large bundles of newspapers of, like, all of the newspapers. Sometimes it took me a while to go through the papers. Oh, well, okay. So. That's, I guess, that makes sense. I, I created a maze in my room. <laughs> I was booby trapped. Uh-huh. Um, so let's talk about drinks. All right. Uh, actually, only two drinks in this episode. Okay. You'd expect more, it being a dinner party episode. Well, that never happens. But that actually was the same thing, I think, in when they did the dinner party at the oceanfront, like the beachfront property house. Oh, like yeah, house. yeah. There weren't many drinks in that one either, which is also about a catered dinner party. Um, That's true. There was only some sherry and some valentine uh, in this episode. Uh, no callers, because they... Yeah, but who was on the phone? I didn't... There was a caller. There was a... Oh, you're right. It... I didn't think of it that way. I'm going to look that up right now. Oh, weird. Actually not listed. Oh. I can't find it. I don't know. I don't know who played... Who did that voice. I can't find it anywhere. Mystery caller. Uh, yeah, it doesn't list it. So. Mysterious caller. Uh, though, one interesting thing I did find uh, while trying to figure out who did the voice was that this is actually the second episode of the show that was ever done in real time. The first one was the first season finale of My Dinner with Niles. Uh, oh. So, yeah, that one was also just straight through 24 or what, 22 minute long um, hmm. thing that happened. So uh, that is interesting. But yeah, I, I have no idea who the caller is. Why did you say 24? I don't know. Just, I was bad. I, I, I just wonder that. if that episode was longer. No, it is, I just oh, I okay. just said it wrong. Okay. Yeah. All right, so I guess let's uh, rate the episode. Oh. Four out of five Ninas. Four out of five Ninas? I know, I used a person. You did, you did. Weirdly, I wasn't as into this episode. I wasn't into it at first. Uh-huh. I was like a two. Mm-hmm. Now I'm a four. From us talking about it or by the end of the episode? No, by the end of the episode. Oh, okay. I was really one over. Yeah, uh, I think so. I actually was, for a lot of it, was down by like a two. The weird thing is I don't remember this episode really in general, but I remember the scene where they're blackballing people. I distinctly remember them doing that. I think it happens in another episode. Really? Maybe not. I think so. Yeah, that scene is very memorable for some reason. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, uh, I was probably down around a two. I think by the end, I'm at... Uh, a three? 3.5, I guess. Oh, so guess. that's weird. Like, I gave it a four. You give it a 3.5. That's pretty close. Yeah. Might as well just give it a four. No, no, no. I'm more... Like, the thing is, it might be... It, for me, it's... If I was gonna go either way, like three point five might be a little too high, but I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that. A three point okay. three point five out of five, Arches. Nina's husband, Arch Duncan. Okay, that's weird. Yeah. That I went Nina and you went Arch. I actually went Nina and then put Arch as my alternative. 
if you oh, put Nina. Yeah. That's interesting because why would you think that I would pick Nina? Because I'm a loose cannon. <laughs> Mainly because there's a lot of uh, names. named side characters of people that we never hear from. And so there were a lot for you to choose from. So it was possible for you to choose the same one as me. I almost picked rice and beans. <laughs> Interesting. Um, oh, I should have said black balls. Or Joaquin. I did think about Joaquin. So many we could have chosen. Uh, anyway, so those are our ratings. Uh, and that uh, brings us to the section where we're Wait, listening. wait, wait. Oh. What about the general rating for these episodes oh, in general? Oh, right. So Jeffrey Richmond episodes, the ones that we've actually rated anyway, average about 3.85. Oh. So we're right about yeah. almost literally exactly the same uh, yeah. on average. So, and then that brings us to the section we're listening, which is where we respond to things that you've sent to us. Uh, you can contact us. Uh, a few different ways. You can do so on Twitter at Fraser Podcast. You can email us at FraserPod at gmail.com. You could go to Facebook.com slash Fraser Podcast, or you could write to us on our website, TGIFRK.com, and go onto our contact page. Or you could get a Ouija board and try to contact us through the spirit realm. You could also do that. I feel like you have the same issue doing that as with doing uh, telepathy last week, uh, which is that I might just assume I'm thinking it. Yep. And write it down myself. Anyway, so we got a couple of messages this week uh, in response to last week's episode. Mm -hmm. uh, so Maria Dunn uh, wrote to us. To, Hello. <laughs> hey. Uh, <laughs> in response to our discussion of uh, British foods that seemed uh -huh. kind of gross, um, is the at least gross sounding. Um, mm -hmm. She said, also, in case you don't have encyclopedic knowledge of the people that write to us, she's British. So that's why this matters. Um, <laughs> so she wrote... Um, I wouldn't eat any of the food in Daphne's picnic. I know blood pudding is black pudding, a staple of the full English breakfast, but I suppose the writers went with the least appetizing name. By the way, biscuits and gravy tops the list of disgusting-sounding American food for me. <laughs> uh, I saw it advertised on a McDonald's menu in Texas. Uh, was not tempted. Would, op would opt for it over jellied eels, though. Yeah. So, a few things I want to say about that. I actually cut out a when editing a whole conversation we had about whether black pudding blood sausage and blood pudding like like all the black sausage blood sausage all those things are all the same thing um just uh so we did know that but we just um i just cut that bit out because i didn't think it was interesting but i don't know i still think that's really interesting though yeah 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 i think absolutely. it's interesting that it has multiple names yeah absolutely also i I want to say that's really interesting that you like, so I really like biscuits and gravy, uh -huh. uh, you, but I can see why people want it. Yeah. I think it also depends on what you think of with what, like so many different people, gravy means so many different things. Yeah. So I think that matters. Yeah. It. If you don't know what it is, then that, because it's like a cream gravy, like a cream based gravy. Yeah. With, like, I mean, it's very it. Southern. So it, yeah. it doesn't surprise me that you saw it in Texas. It does surprise me that it was at McDonald's. Yeah, Cause that I didn't know that they had a McDonald's. I know they have it at Whataburger, mm -hmm. um, which is, you know, shout out to Texas fast food. <laughs> um, that they definitely have it there for, for breakfast. I can't yeah. eat it. Cause I, so Dave makes me like a, like a vegetarian, yeah. one with vegetarian, like sausage. Mm -hmm. And it's so decadent. It's so decadent yeah. and gross. So I, I, we almost like never like. It's special it. occasion kind of thing. Yeah. And like, the thing is, I 
like when I first heard like what it actually was, yeah, I had Dave no was interest. So grossed like, no. out by it because I don't generally like breakfast sausage, like mm-hmm. Jimmy Dean style breakfast sausage. Which, That's not what that kind of sausage is. I mean the like pat the sausage yeah. patty, so like not not like links, mm. but like because I, I realize like saying just Jimmy Dean sausage doesn't make any sense because they do both. But I mean like the the breakfast sausage patty type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I always thought those were really gross, and so. The idea of using that as the ingredient in a thing, like, I was just like, no, no, thank you. But I actually, once I made it, I actually really like it a lot. Uh, But it is very filling and very decadent, probably especially because we each split an entire, like, roll of those, like, Oh, yeah, we eat way more biscuits than you would normally get. I think you normally get maybe two biscuits, so, like, they would be cut open, Mm -hmm. Um, which is still a lot of food. Yeah. And yeah. then, like, if you got that at a restaurant, I'm sure you get, like, biscuits and gravy and then probably some kind of side of meat, other meat. Yeah. There's more meats. Yeah. Yeah. If you say you're a vegetarian in Texas, they're like, not even chicken. <laughs> I'm like, no, not, no, I don't eat chicken. <laughs> I feel like people would assume that's a joke and not an actual thing that that's actually happened, happened to, to me you. multiple times. Yeah. And, and it's like, you know, I don't. That's great. Like, mm-hmm. there are people that are just like, oh, yeah, I only eat chicken and I right. don't like eat beef or whatever. Right. And that's fine. But I don't think those people say they're vegetarian. <laughs> right, they're right. They're just like, yeah, I just don't eat that. Yeah. And it's fine. Mm-hmm. And so we also got a message from Sean Holland, um, who uh, wanted to do a little research about duck hunting for us. Ooh. So, because he says, uh, I also knew nothing about duck hunting other than Nintendo. So I looked it up. You do have to buy a state waterfowl hunting license in okay. Washington. Not only that, but you also need to buy a federal duck stamp for each duck you kill. They're literally what? Yeah, they're literally $25 stamps you buy at the post office or sporting goods stores. Not using one can be a $900 fine. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. Whoa! Yeah. So hopefully Fraser Martin got them. I'm going to guess no. I'm going to guess no. Um, <laughs> also, Martin was in Korea and a cop, so shouldn't he be a better shot? Maybe it was all that beer he brought. Oh, true. Yeah. yeah, you probably should not mix beer and hunting. Yeah. I and feel like that is a stereotype. It's so many people drink That's it like very, hunting That's a very, very bad it's, idea. It's a bad idea. I mean, I guess one thing is that... That's got to be actual, some kind of federal law where you oh, can't be... Uh, like, if you get caught drunk while you're hunting, I'm sure it's a thing. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I, I'm... You're definitely not supposed to be using a gun and drink. That is like... That is like every crime ever uh-huh. where someone gets shot is just like, and they were like super drunk. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the official words they use. Super drunk. Yeah. Like, so drunk. <laughs> I mean, like that's a catalyst of so many things. Like he was sitting alone in the house drinking whiskey and then he decided to go to the store and shoot the person in the face. <laughs> I don't know what that voice is. That that's is a TV fate. announcer mm-hmm. frontline. That sounded I mean, that's the voice you use when you do TV announcing yeah, for Frontline, right? I know. Well, yeah. as as a part-time guest host. <laughs> I, a Frontline. Guest announcer on Frontline. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I did the, like, over voice. Over voice. <laughs> <laughs> that's the word. I mean, I don't know why I'm confirming that that's the word. You I would just, know. It's your job. It's, right, right. Yeah. Well, I, I think this is really interesting about duck hunting, though. I yeah. Didn't, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, when I grew up, we hunted partridge and there were definitely like you, you had... shoot them you shoot them with a tiny tininess 
well, it's still a full size shotgun, but you they have Use special f- full size shotgun. Yeah, but there's special How bullets. How big is a partridge? The, the pellets compared, are a lot smaller. Compared to like a chicken, like same size or smaller? It's uh, it's similar. It's a little smaller than a chicken. So you 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 use the uh, what's called birdshot. It's very small pellets. That is like a uh, bunch of very small pellets. Okay, so in. I this is a technical question. Uh-huh. So is a bullet inside the thing when you like take all its feathers off and stuff? Is it inside? Yes. So then it can you can't be, yeah. eat that. You can't. No, eat you kind of have to. That's part of like cleaning it out. Is sometimes you got to like get that out of it. That seems awful. It can be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it kind of seems all awful. To a me, lot honestly. of it's all, yeah. So I, I'm, but technically, I'm interested in that. It's yeah. sort of like that's why I watch true crime shows and things, anyways, because I'm just technically really interested in that. Mm-hmm. But if I think about all the gruesome details, which of course I want to know, but also I'm just totally like that's awful. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of unpleasant things about it. Yeah, I uh, didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So, so um, thank you. But- <laughs> But yeah, you definitely, like, so you get um, a hunting permit, and you do need to get, like, it gets stamped. You have to go to a game board, and it gets stamped. When so, you... like, a passport? Like, every time, like, kind you show of, yeah. the thing, you're like, oh, I killed Bonnie. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming that the partridge's name was Bonnie. Mm-hmm. And then and then they're like, yeah, and then stamp, and then. Yeah, yeah, because I think there are limits for each hunting license, how many you can get. So it gets stamped. Oh. So, uh, anyway, yeah. Hmm, okay. Also, I was thinking, uh, you know, he is a cop, so I guess he'd be a better shot, but uh, maybe it's different with a, like, it's a little different firing a pistol than it is shooting, like, a rifle. So that might be affected, but, like, I don't know. Honestly, there Mm -hmm. isn't really a good reason for him not to be better at it. (laughs) Anyway, uh, did you have anything else about this episode? No. All right, great. So with that... Uh, this has been episode 617, The Dinner Party, and this is TGIF Arcade wishing you all good mental health. Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs is a production of TGIF Arcade. For more info about the show, find us at Fraser Podcast on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook. You can also write to us at FraserPod at gmail.com. Diana is at SweetLime on Twitter, and I'm Slow Motion Walter just about everywhere on the internet. If you like the show and want to help us do more, you could consider making a small monthly donation at patreon.com slash TGIF Arcade. Thanks for listening. It is me. I am back for the end. Now, now it is ending time. Okay, bye. It's a Simosonic favorite band.